Mighty's a win for a second straight game. I can't even remember the last time that happened. The vibes are good. It's the afternoon. It's not night. Fantastic. The Blackhawks are coming in next. What a, I mean, good vibes only on this show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with PD Craig. Danielle is behind the Mac. How's everybody feeling about this one? They're they're obviously uh, they put it behind them. I you know what I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> trying to figure out how Bear won the room back after losing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just have to say this: this game was better than their win in Ottawa. I, I thought this was a more complete team effort. I thought they they looked quick today. They were quick on pucks. They skated better today. They were the better team. I thought there were moments in the game Ottawa where clearly the second period they fell apart. And they didn't play a complete 60 minutes. I thought this was a complete game. I think they did it on both sides of the puck. I thought they played better. Vamelka was great from the back end. Their power play was good. There were so many little boxes they could check off. This was a more complete win. And best of all, the sun is still shining. And I will be home before nap time. <laughs> Amen to that, right, buddy? <laughs> buddy. And I got to say this to, to our good friend Matt Smith, by the way. Who, buddy, your Washington Capitals look slow. They are so slow. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 that team, I don't know where they're going. I mean, I, I truly think they're built to get Ovechkin a record. I don't think they're concerned with or built for the playoffs. Sorry to Paula and Jason Service, who are friends of the show. I, I just don't think that team's built for the playoffs. Speaking of just the Coyotes having a complete game, this one could have gotten out of hand at the beginning of the third period. You know, the Capitals power play capitalizes, no pun intended, oh 10 seconds in. And you think, you you know, you start to think, OK, this one can get out of hand here, especially because the Coyotes got into some like they might be in store for Capital punishment. Oh, my gosh, the puns. Um, you know, and we've seen this team collapse in the third period many times this season. With a capital C. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, but they held it together. They they killed a bunch of power plays. And they got, they got this win. And they scored an empty net goal, which is also a rare feat for this team. I know they did it last game. Got but a big W. A capital Cap W. <laughs> All right. Petey's ready to walk us. <laughs> Petey was in a good mood two minutes ago because the sun is shining. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you say matinee, do you think manatee? Oh, yeah. Like well, somebody typed manatee. Nicholas did. Yeah. But, but when now, you see manatee. It's, it's a joke now. Like among. But the, don't you see manatee? Yeah. I always do. Too. So does Danielle. <laughs> well, Danielle sees. Yeah. The, the, sorry. But. All right. Let's, need to bring that up as a sore spot with Danielle. Let's take a look the at magic the, the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Shots on goal, pretty even. Coyotes had 28. Caps had 26. This is a very interesting stat. Both teams, two for seven on the power play. Holy Ooh, moly. Um, shot attempts, Coyotes well, that's, had... That's my bad. It's two for, Coyotes, two for six. Oh, P, that's PD's fault. Coyotes were two for six. Caps, two for seven. And the shot attempts, 70 for the Coyotes, 55 for the Caps. But... Yeah, that's, I, I, I get concerned at a couple of numbers there. And, and the one, I mean, shots on goal, that's great. We, we've talked about that. They they led them in the first two periods. The third period, clearly, the Caps came with a push after the Coyotes had a lead. So the shots, this this little bit of a difference in the third. The power play numbers, I'm glad they're scoring on the power play. You look at, would you look beyond that, though? The Gunther goal off the skate was a power play goal. I mean, I, I don't know if they were zipping it around as sharply as they'd like to on the power play, but there's still two power play goals. The concern is you give seven power play opportunities to the Washington Capitals, a team that you know can be, they weren't particularly hot, but they could be, could have made the difference in the game. And again, it's the penalties that they are self-inflicted. And what did they do today, Craig? Again, 
Too many too men. Too many ice. men. Too many. It's on the Coyotes bingo card that too many men on the ice penalty. And this one again. When you go back and watch the film, this wasn't a guy that was racing back to the boards and they just missed it and it was a tough call for the referee. They played with six players. <laughs> again. One comes off, two goes on. And they just try to say, hey, is anybody going to notice? And they noticed. So that they, they can't do that. Uh, again, this last 20, how many ever games? I'm not a good at math. 21 games. It's not about a playoff spot. It's not about a playoff push. It's about learning to do things right consistently and, and making lessons and improving over the time that you have left in the season. And worsening your draft position. Correct. So they can lose <laughs> okay. the games. But 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 the two-minute bet on the ace penalties, how about, how about they go 21 games without one? Let's see if they can do that. Should mm. we make that a thing? We Let's can make, make it a thing. a thing, but I say they don't. I don't think they do. <laughs> but they can't make mistakes like that because when you're on a playoff push and, and what, you can't make mistakes like that yeah. when you're trying, when every point is going to matter a year from now, two years from now, whenever that, that spring push is going to be, you can't take penalties like that. Those are the ones that really, really hurt you, the ones that you can prevent. So I, I'd like to see them limit that number here down the stretch. Yeah, um, Atypical Pancake, which is a great name in the, in the chat. I'm almost as happy about the back-to-back -back games with empty net goals as I am with the back-to-back -back wins. I know, it feels like that never happens. And another fun nugget is that this is the first time this season that the Caddy scored two power play goals in two consecutive games. So, That's fantastic. yes, maybe they allowed yep. a few too many power play goals and took way too many penalties. But on the flip side, their power play has been humming a lot more lately. It's better and it's encouraging. But you talk, can I want to talk to Craig about this? And it's something that came up in our members only discord right at the end of the game. Because <laughs> cool. somebody talked about uh, an empty net goal. Mm -hmm. So we saw the player in, in Ottawa <laughs> takes a slap shot. Morgan Riley gets suspended for five games cross-checking him. We saw in a college game the same thing. Now there's a 2-on-0 from the red line in. 2-on-0. What I'm trying to decide and everybody's saying what a, not a nice guy Lawson Krause is. It's an unselfish play, I think. So I, I'm just trying to, to decipher this and, 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 and figure out why. Why? Because and what would you do? I might give it up, too. I mean, it, it's a soft pass that I don't like. Listen, you don't want to risk not finishing the game off by missing that if you if the pass doesn't connect. But it's an unselfish play. That's that's the only way I look at it. Just give it up. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. If that player, if, if Schmaltz is like looking for his third of the game and looking for a hat trick, you have to give it up. Someone in our Discord suggested the Kyrie should have made a line change and tried to get Barrett Hayton on the ice. And uh, Leah suggested that he would have hit the post. <laughs> he, would have, he would have hit the post for the fourth time in the game today. Hayton. I don't know if he would have hit the empty net. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, it is a very unselfish. I'm just curious your thoughts. Because yeah. I, I personally would have unless there's a milestone goal, it's his 20th, his 500th, I probably would have been selfish and taken it. It's so in character with Lawson Kraus. I know, though, right? Yeah, it's Again, it's exactly. It's the yeah. person. And, that, yeah. Yeah. and I think that goes speaks volumes to who Lawson Kraus is. I, however, <laughs> don't have those issues and I would have taken it for myself. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I would have been beaver telling you over there. <laughs> I know. Give, you, me you would have, give me the buck, you selfish so-and-so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Well, let, we've kind of buried the lead. The One of the highlights of this game was a great performance by Dylan Gunther. Yeah. Um, and let's just get straight into it because I think unquestionably Dylan Gunther is the player of the game. He has that desert dog in him. One goal, two assists. Five shots on goal, and as Craig pointed out um, to us before the show, he led all forwards in ice time with 18 minutes and nine seconds. This, I think, was 
And he's had a few great games, but I think this was Dylan Gunther's best game since being called up from the Tucson Roadrunners earlier this year. 17 points in 24 games. Yeah. He's, I, he's really playing well. And, he, and there was more to his game today than just his shot. Yep. And, and we saw him last year where his shot was effective and he was only effective on the power play a year ago. That's fair when he had room and time and space. I think now yeah. he's becoming more well-rounded as a player. I think the time in Tucson was effective for him. I think it shows in his development. I think he's in a really good spot right now. I, I think he was outstanding today. The puck was was on his stick and he, he was effective at making plays, not just shooting the puck. And the only player that had more shots today was Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. And that's that's Heard impressive. You talk to the you talk to Potts down in Tucson, talk to Andre, talk to the development guys. He used that time so wisely, right? There were refinements in his game that they wanted to see. He did make those refinements. It's not like this is the same player that went down at the start of the season. He worked on some things. That's the thing about Dylan Gunther that just impresses me over and over again. I remember talking to him, and I brought this up before when he got sent back to the dub. He wasn't happy and he didn't mind sharing that unhappiness with everyone, but he didn't use it to go. He didn't go back and sulk and say, oh, I'm, I'm better than this. I don't belong here. I'm, I'm above all this. He worked on his game and he dominated that level. He got sent down to the A at the beginning of the season. He dominated that level and he worked on his game. He came back. He hears, oh, it's only going to be temporary. Well, what do I have to do to make sure it's not temporary? I, I need to excel. That's what he's done. I just love this kid's attitude. I love the way he approaches the game. Another question for you, though, Craig, is we, we've talked about this on the show, and he is excelling. His numbers are, are, are bearing that out. But what happens now as this season winds mm. down and the Tucson Roadrunners, they desperately need him right now. I, I agree. But the team is, it's not the powerhouse Roadrunners that they yeah, were they finally got a year. win. They were scuffling. Yeah. Big time. So does Dylan Gunther still... Do we think on this show, are we saying he still belongs back down in Tucson for the playoff push? I wouldn't use the word belongs. What I would say is he can benefit from it. And and we've said this before. We talked about this. Michael Kesselring can benefit from it. I think even Logan Cooley can benefit from playing in meaningful playoff games. I think it's a really good experience to go through. It's a fun experience to go through. What's, what's the alternative? Oh, your season's over. You, you don't get to play anymore. Or you could go play playoff hockey for Tucson and really help this team make a run. I just don't see the downside. Yeah, I, I do too. I think playing more, his alternative is pulling up the golf sticks a few a few days earlier. Like, yeah. I, I don't see how that benefits him as a player. I, I'm curious to see, as you get a chance to talk to GM Bill Armstrong, as the days go by, when it gets closer to that time, what the philosophy of this organization is going to be and what they see as the development process for, for Dylan Gunther. It's got to be the message, right? The message has to be carefully crafted. It, I, to me, it's something like this. Look, you're an NHL regular now. You've earned it. You're going to be here at the start of the season yeah. next year. But here's what I think you can gain from this. Here's why I want you to go down. I think he's definitely proved that he's an yeah. NHL regular. And, you know, yeah. we spent a lot of time at, toward the end of last offseason talking about should he make the team? Shouldn't he? Mm -hmm. He got sent to Tucson. We were all really pleasantly surprised by that decision. And clearly the development that he's done down there mm -hmm. has paid off. I'm on the same page. I think he could benefit from going down there. It wouldn't, it's not a punishment. Actually, it's a, it's a compliment to his abilities. Um, but you're right about, you know, this wasn't just about his crazy shot in this game because his one goal wasn't even necessarily his shot. Right. It went off the Capitals player skate. But the two passes he made in this game first was the long pass yeah. to Logan Cooley on the breakaway. It was just such a good 
read an amazing pass where at first we were saying, who made that pass? And we realized it was Dylan Gunther. And then the other one, the pass to Jason Zucker on the power play, tic-tac-toed. Like, he could have shot that puck as well, but he saw Zucker open. He saw that the goalie wouldn't have been able to react in time. And that, to me, was just, like, two really, really smart hockey plays. And it gets you excited about the future because it's been a lot of talk about Logan Cooley. But I think we forget Dylan Gunther is a top 10 Mm-hmm. draft pick in this league and we're starting to see his skill on display yeah he got rewarded today too he logged more ice time than any other forward on the coyotes so andre saw it as well yeah so it, really exciting to mm-hmm. see where that goes i think that's been a highlight it's nice to have these glimpses and you know in, in, in our, our march post game show so far we're off to a much better start than <laughs> the whole month of february uh, we obviously have so much more to talk about uh, but first we'll have an opportunity to see all these guys in person at the end of this month because we're doing a phnx coyotes takeover on sunday march 24th when the coyotes take on the dallas stars we're going to do a pregame meetup at four peaks and then head over to the game two ticket options you can buy tickets just for the pregame party which includes food and drinks or you can buy the pregame meetup and game tickets there's a very limited number available right now this the link to buy is pinned in our discord for diehards only we'll open it up to everybody else tomorrow but make sure you get the today because they are going fast so just so we get to eat and drink and then go see the game i mean that what if like i decide great... to stay at four peaks yeah i'm just saying i mean you can okay so no one's no one's oh, saying you can't i'll go to the game i'm just excited we had so much fun at four peaks the other day we really did so i can't i'm actually looking forward to this i, I am too. truthfully i really with am. other people around and I wow. usually don't like that with other people i wonder if we can top our number from that day we had 40 people at That's four amazing. peaks that was unbelievable. I have, yeah. It was unbelievable. Uh, it really was. Um, speaking of unbelievable, Desert Financial Credit Union offers unbelievable banking to Craig and many others, um, whether it's checking and savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, invest, investment options, and more. Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. They have locations all over the valley. And right now, when you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And then get in on Arizona Lottery's new ticket promotion, Arizona Adventure. There are three ways to win. One, buy the lottery tickets featuring three iconic Arizona landscapes. Then you can also check in at the geolocated destinations all the way in this state from Flagstaff to Yuma. And then number three... You can enter those tickets online for a chance to win a million dollars in cash and Arizona travel prizes. Just visit www.azadventure.com for details and directions. And then you can check in at the destination coordinates on the website. We all did that at Hole in the Rock at Papago Park. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It is also about giving back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win one million dollars in cash and Arizona travel prizes. All right. We have a few things in the chat I want to get to. Um, First of all, a question about the date and eligibility for AHL roster to be eligible for the playoffs. I can't remember. I haven't asked, but I'm going to ask soon. So I'll let you know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned at Craig S. Morgan and we'll let everybody know on the show as well. And then Roaring Fork asked when the AHL playoffs start. I know that the Roadrunners last regular season game is on April 20th. So you have to imagine. Yeah, it would be within that that week. So it'd be the 23rd to the 25th based on um, 
home and road schedules and arena availabilities. Yes. Um, so after the NHL playoffs would start. Yes. We have a few super chats that I want to get to. We'll start with the one from Angela, who said, Keller's injury seems like a blessing in disguise for Gunther, Cooley, and Schmaltz. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Interesting take. Interesting. What do you think? Um, it's the next guy up in line. And when, when there's an injury, it presents itself and somebody loses ice time. That means somebody's going to get an opportunity. And I think Gunther and Cooley have looked good. And I think Schmaltz has been the biggest beneficiary because he's a guy that got platooned down lower in the lineup. And now you're seeing him up in the lineup. And, and he's been able to capitalize on that. I, I don't know what will happen with Lions when Keller comes back. Hopefully sometime this week. And does he jump right back in with, with Gunther and Cooley? I don't know. Could be as early as Tuesday with Kels. There you go. Just to let you know. Yeah, but great to see those guys stepping up yeah, in his absence, no especially Nick Schmaltz, too. You know, he's kind of one that we can be hard on at times, but I feel like he's really helped step up and carry the yeah, load. High expectations, right? That, yeah. And that's why, because you see the just ridiculous skill he has in his mm -hmm. ability through the neutral zone to carry the puck with speed is it's elite. Yeah, really is. Next one comes from Altex, who said, need an unbiased answer. If I tweet that Wilson deserved that misconduct, does that mean he lives rent free in my head asking for a friend? Um, any thoughts? Well, the truth is he lives rent free in a lot of people's heads. Tom Wilson is a, is a, is a guy that walks that Luke line. Lipinski. Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Luke Lipinski is sleepless nights thinking about Tom Wilson. There are a lot of people that just don't understand his role in the game and how physical it can be. And he's out there to hurt people. I I, I don't know. I, I, Tom Wilson, to me, he, he's a very, very physical guy that's a very big guy that uses his body to eliminate players from the puck. But he's also a player, like you saw him on the power play today. He's a first-line player for this team at times. Mm -hmm. He's also a good player. And you just don't see that from players like Tom Wilson. He plays on the edge. That's who he is. Remember that conversation because Petey might have something more to yes. say about it later this week. Yes. Mm -hmm. we that was just a precursor mm -hmm. or an epilogue. Is it prologue? Prologue. 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 I got to ask the writer. Precursor was good, though. Yeah. Precursor. Go with that. Thank yeah. you. Um, a little tease. A little tidbit. Yeah. A lead with a an L-E-D. -E. I didn't know that word was L-E. I thought it was L-E-A-D because it was the lead. I didn't oh, know it was L-E-D-E. -E. Yeah. 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 Like like two people. Don't. Don't worry about that. No one cares anyway they that we, we spell it L-E-D-E. Yeah. I, I think they you don't. do that just to be bougie. Probably, yeah. actually. Yeah. It yeah. probably was L-E and some, some journalists, no, we need to spell it different. <laughs> I, I would bet. Whatever organization decided that, Craig's a part of. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. We have another super chat from Mike who said, woohoo. <laughs> and that's it. And, and that's, I feel like Mike, I, I wanted to deliver chat. that with the passion you that did. you typed it with. So that was really thank good. Thank you, Mike. Um, I think people are happy after it losing feels good. Game games. It feels good. Like, let's be, let's be real. It like, is. Wow. That was, winning's better than losing. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 much more fun to cover too. Sorry, it's true. Like any any journalist will tell you that. Like you want to cover a fourteen game losing streak? No, it's, it's no fun. The play, no. look at the, the excitement the players have, the staff has, the fans have. Yeah. The sun is still shining. The way they're coming home yes. now. Two straight wins. Two straight wins and a winnable on. game. Yeah, and a winnable game against Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, another guy I want to mention is Michael Kesselring, who scored his fifth of the season. 43 seconds after Washington's goal, that was kind of a big turning point in the game, I think, for, again, and not getting out of hand for the Coyotes. He's a guy, not just offensively, obviously, because he hasn't scored in a while, but I feel like we've been mentioning his name a little bit mm. more and more over this last week or so as a guy who's really proving himself. And it's funny that we just had the whole conversation about Gunther because he's another guy who yeah. we've talked about, you know, getting to go down. But I think that Michael Kesselring, he fits the bill, the mold of what Bill Armstrong 
wants from a He's player. He's got the reach, right? Yeah, He's got the, the reach. reach. He has he skate the, with the, puck. the physicality, the, the height, the size. I don't know. It's, that's another exciting well, one. And the thing when you look at him, he's a guy that that you, you like his reach and his ability to defend. But with that fifth goal, he becomes the, the uh, second in scoring by defensemen in, in goals on this Coyote team. Yeah, Crazy. what's his what's his upside? I mean, we could have Jason Demers in here to talk about this, and wow, he would. He I, would he's a second he pair guy. I, he, I, he might be. I think he's a second pair guy in this league because I think he can. He does a little bit of everything well enough. I, I don't know. I still believe his defensive game is going to get better. Yeah. The more games he plays, I think we've talked about how difficult it is to to read rush plays, how difficult it can be to read defenses and, and to become comfortable in making those decisions inside the blue line. And I think that will improve with him the more games he plays. I think his offensive side is already way ahead of where I anticipated it to be. I think this kid's got a, there's a there's an opportunity for him here. Absolutely. To, to be a, a second pair guy. Hmm. Um, and then the other guy, I mean, Logan Cooley, it's funny because D- Logan Cooley got outshined a little bit by Dylan Gunther just because of how good that pass was, but that was a great shot by him, uh, bar down his 10th of the season. And Patrick Brown pointed out on Twitter that Cooley scored the first goal in both Coyotes games against Washington this season, which is extra special because we all know that Cooley did not grow up a Penguins fan. He actually grew up a this Caps a fan. fan yeah. yeah, he was a huge Ovechkin fan. So that's got to be special for him, not only getting to play against his childhood team, but to score the first goal against them in both games this season. That's just a, a fun little tidbit. So. He's starting to produce a little bit, uh, Logan Cooley. He start, if, if you look at the rookie scoring leaders now, he has a chance to creep up. Like if, if he's productive down the stretch here, he has the chance to creep up, like maybe pass Marco Rossi into third place. I'm not saying Logan Cooley is going to win the Calder Trophy because he's not. But if if he can creep back up and really finish strong, he still has a chance to be a finalist. Yeah, and I that think would, that's that fair, would be right? a feather in his cap. Yeah, absolutely. And I know what I was on the the Cooley over Bedard train early in the season. <laughs> I think a lot that, of us that were. train may have left the station, but I still I, I still believe if, if the Coyotes can get a rookie in the in the top three nominees. I think that's a, it's a win for the Coyotes, and I still believe they should have had one last year. So it should be two consecutive years of one of their rookies in the top three, and that just shows what kind of a development program you have, what kind of yep. a future you have, and what you're doing with your young players that you're trying to develop. So I, I'm, the Stuart Skinner thing is going to bother me for years. <laughs> me too. I mean, it was just it was but, it, it was wrong. They were yeah, just wrong. Voters yeah. were wrong. So if you get Michelli one year, Cooley next year, it really shows. The path of the franchise. And maybe Cooley next year. Like, I know people are looking at, whoa, who's going to be better, Dylan Gunther or Logan Cooley? Logan Cooley's a year younger, okay? This is his first year in the NHL. It's a big step, and it's a big responsibility to be a center at any point. I know he's playing wing for part of the season, too, but let's just, let's see. Let's see what he does the rest of the season. Let's see what he does over the summer and how he comes into his second season. There's a lot of skill there. There's still a lot to like about Logan Cooley's game. Absolutely. Uh, a couple more Super Chats just came through. The first one comes from Mike. What time will their plane be in? Seven-ish? No. I have no clue. Later. Because they they won't leave till three, our time. Then um, it is a, if a they're lucky, flight. because of the bus ride from Washington, D.C. to the actual airport yeah. is the second longest in the league behind Edmonton. So that's long. And as we heard in the broadcast today, they have to stop to refuel. So that all alone, that's going to add another 45 minutes to an hour. Whether By the time they land, refuel, and leave, I would guess it's going to be closer to, to nine or 10 tonight. Want to go back to an earlier question? Somebody had asked by what date players have to be basically paper moved back to the AHL so they can be playoff eligible. It's the trade deadline. It's March eighth. Oh. So oh wow, so we'll know more this okay. week. There yep. you go, everyone. 
yeah, we'll we'll keep everybody posted with that. Uh, next one, Roaring Fork. I think it's becoming apparent that if Ovi is going to get that record, it's going to be with another team. Interesting. Wow. I wonder if he's realized that yet. That's a hot take. That's a very hot take that I, I, I'm roaring for. I, I appreciate the hot take. I, I don't see Alex Ovechkin ever leaving the Capitals with his relationship with nope. Ted Leonsis. Le, yep. He's not leaving the Caps. No. Now, we'll, I, we just had this debate during the game. Was he 56 shy? Is it yeah, 56? It's, it's... So he'll be... That's more than that. No, I don't think it is anymore because he heated up a little bit. Oh, yeah, bit. I did I'll, heat up. I'll look it up. Regardless, it's two more seasons of mid-20s. For a guy that's going to be 40, I think it's going to be more difficult than other people think. I, I think his drop-off this year versus last year and his next year versus this year is going to be dramatic. I also think this team is getting worse. I don't think he has a surrounding cast. 55 goals. 55 goals. He doesn't have the surrounding cast like Backstrom that he has had who fed him on most of those goals. I think this team is getting worse and slower, and I don't think they're a playoff team, and I don't think they'll be back in the playoffs until after Ovechkin leaves, and he's not leaving until he breaks the record. So there's my take. Yeah, I I mean, if he gets like five more goals the rest of the season, that means he needs to score 25 each of the next yep. two years. Yeah, it's doable. Again, yeah. though, 20 goals in this league's hard. And if he's 40 years old and he's not getting the puck and, and this team stinks and they're not scoring goals, 20 is a huge number. It might take him. It might take him three. Oof. Wow. Uh, all right. One more super chat for now from Lucas. Is it wrong? My roommate and I had an Irish car bomb every goal this game <laughs> with a bunch of emojis. LFG Yotes, 14 game win streak. Here we come. Lucas, as long as you are enjoying responsibly. And you're not driving? And you're not driving. I support. Day whatever. drinking on a Sunday yeah. watching hockey? Sounds great. Buddy, I'm. And you're over 21? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right, let's take a look at the Coyotes' upcoming schedule. We talked about the Blackhawks game next. We know that could very much be a win. Then it's Minnesota and Detroit for a back-to-back -back Thursday, Friday at the Mullet before the Coyotes go on the road yet again yep. for Chicago again, Minnesota Jeez. again, Detroit again. again. Well, it's the same three. I just noticed that. New Jersey. And the New Jersey game is actually a home game. Um, yep. But that will be... Yeah, so That's they're on the road the and then come home again for a daytime matinee. What do you, Petey, yeah. as, as a guy who too. may know a thing or two about Minnesota, what, what? Do you think, what do you think the Wilds' attitude is right now? They're done. They're out of the playoffs. They're they're not getting into the playoffs. I'm curious if what that team is going to look like on the ice, how much fight, if they're going to be experiencing a little, little bit of a lull because... They lost a huge game to Nashville that pretty much put them out of the playoff picture. The other thing to think about this team is they just lost three in a row. Yeah, sorry. they're out of the playoff picture. They they've got a goaltender who has not missed the playoffs in was it 15, 16, or seventeen seasons? I don't know what it is, but Mark Andre Fleury doesn't miss the playoffs and hasn't in his entire career. So the trade deadline is the next day. So. Hmm. What's Minnesota's attitude going to be like going into that game? Yeah, I wonder too. I, I, I'm yeah. concerned. I, I, Minnesota's, they've got a lot of issues and, and we, we're not going to get into those today. We had it with, when we talked to the, to, to the Joe Smith, Joe Smith yep. um, on our, on our show, we talked about the wild. They're, they've had some issues in that organization uh, off the ice mm -hmm. this season, which is clearly affected. I think on the ice and this is the team that we had both of us had in the top three in, in, in the central, it's not going to happen. And they're out of the playoffs. And Billy Guerin now has been named the the 
GM of the U.S. team. We'll see. I, I, Minnesota's going to lose a lot of games here down the stretch. I think they're going to lose some players. Yeah. I think they're going to lose some games. It's going to be a dark cloud there. We talked about the dark cloud here in Arizona over this 14. Minnesota's a team expected to win. Yep. And they're not. And so I'm concerned at where that, where the thing good for the Coyotes, they play them twice in the next 10 days. Right. You got opportunity to get you some do. games and get some two confidence back. Two games against back. Minnesota, yep. two yep. games against Chicago. I like the two against Detroit. Detroit's yeah. lost a few right now, and I think Detroit's better than they've shown over the last few. I like Detroit. I think Detroit makes the playoffs. Um, they're going to have a hard time against Detroit. Yeah. The way they play, they're, they're quick. They they capitalize on pucks that are turned over to the neutral zone. We've talked about how the Coyotes do that. They also crash the net incredibly well, and, and the Coyotes don't deal well with that either. Get to see a couple of former Coyotes that are coming yes. back. Yeah, yeah, and Jane Goss is there. So, oh, the yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost is having an unbelievable season there. That's thank, awesome. Thank yeah. you, Arizona. Yeah. Revived his career. Yep. And, literally and revived the Coyotes his career. benefited in the process. Yes, they did. So there you go. Well, if you want to bet on any of the upcoming day games, make sure you do so over at BetMGM. You know, there's not a Coyotes game until Tuesday, but there's a Phoenix Suns game tonight. Quite a few injuries on that team. Don't know yeah. where you want to go with that, but um, I do have a BetMGM parlay pick for you all, courtesy of Shane Diefenbach, of the course. Um, and he is going for the Suns' money line. They're actually underdogs on the money line, plus 180, but this is the parlay. Suns' money line, Raptors' money line, Cavs' money line, Spurs' money line, all of that for plus 1522 So a little risky, but if you want to go for it, you can do so over at BetMGM. And if it's your first bet, then there's really no risk because when you sign up for BetMGM, use the bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application for at least $5. You'll receive 150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-991-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Well, and then it's time to stop by Gila River Resorts and Casinos because at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, no one does it better. Not only do they have a state-of-the-art gaming with slot machines, blackjack tables, and live table games, they also have Arizona's largest casino sports book. But don't forget, that's not all, Craig. They also have great dining experiences. And my favorite, you have to check out the showroom at Wild Horse Pass with all of the live entertainment. And I'm waiting for all of the experiences, the Piano Man experience. Can't wait for it to get there. And, and, and it's coming up within the week. So go go check out all of the entertainment options at the showroom. No seat is more than 75 feet away from the stage. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what the next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resort. <laughs> so close. I was so close on a Sunday. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. All right. Well. I'm not going here. All right. I'm not going to be the one getting in trouble. All right. So there was another exciting part of tonight's game that probably went unnoticed by a lot of people. Yeah. But like, Petey is going to make sure it's noticed. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to I'm going to tread lightly here. Because I have a friendship on the line with this next <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I do. Um, but I think it's really important that that this person gets recognized. I, I think it's incredibly important. I do too. For all that he's done for this organization, for different <clears throat> players. Today was um, head equipment manager Stan Wilson's 2500th <laughs> game. 
2,500 games. You play Pause 80? right there. Pause right there. Stan, it was Petey's idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was. And Craig said no. But, but but keep in mind, 82 games a season, that's over 30 years. But guess what? There were lockouts. There were strikes. There was yes. COVID. That's He started his career with the Winnipeg Jets. And Dan, Danielle, you're going to help take us down memory lane as I talk about Stan. He's made it through how many ownership groups, GMs, head coaches, but the only and the only consistent constant with the Arizona Coyotes has been Stan Wilson. And, and <laughs> he doesn't like the attention. He'd be mad at me doing this. There's no question he'd be mad about this. It's not about me. He would say it's about the players. I'm just doing my job. But Starry Stan, today, it's about you. 1990 started in the NHL with the Winnipeg Gents. He's had over 30 years in NHL pro hockey. And I can't, when I was thinking about that number, 30, how many young men have gone through the doors of the equipment room and how many lives have been affected by this man, including mine? He's the first face that many players in the National Hockey League see for the very first time in their pro experience. And he's the first face that they get to know. He is the bridge to pro hockey for so many young men. And he treated each and every one of those young men with respect and sincerity. Everything he does, he does professionally. He's the man that taught me how to do things the NHL way, which is the right way. There are no shortcuts in the National Hockey League. He's been a mentor that has helped so many people. And you look at the people underneath him that have worked here in Arizona. You look at Chris Frosty Scopetto, who is now the head equipment manager for the New, G New Jersey Devils. Tony DaCosta, he's the head equipment manager for the Minnesota Wild. Both worked years under Stan Wilson. And I've heard the term used a lot, best in the business. He's bantered about a lot of people that have worked in hockey. But when it comes to Stan, it truly applies. I've relied on Stan for advice on all things in life and hockey over the last 25 years, and I'm honored to be able to call Stan Wilson a friend. And on behalf of all the Coyote staff, especially the equipment staff, Tony, Jason, and Ryan, and on behalf of his family, Shelly, his kids, Colby and Denver, and all of his grandkids, congratulations to you, Stan, on 2,500 games. It's an incredible accomplishment, and I'm glad I was alongside of you for some of that ride. Thanks, Stan. You deserve congratulations today. Wow. That was well said, Petey. Very well Nicely said. Nicely done. Thanks. Nicely done. Sorry, Stan. <laughs> Stan Wilson, by the way, this should, this should give you a sense of who Stan Wilson is. And I think a lot of people know this already. Who does Shane Doan call his best friend? Yep. It's Stan Wilson. Stan Wilson. Yep. He's, he's a genuine, yep. he's a genuine human being, tells you like it is. And I trust his opinion. I value what he says. Um, I am sincerely proud that he's my friend. And I know you guys don't believe this. He's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> like, I'm going to get a call today. He's going to be pissed because he doesn't want it. He, he, he thinks he's just going to do his job. He really does. But 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 I'm glad I had the forum to do that today. So hats off to Stan. Thank you for being a part of, of the Coyotes journey. Congratulations, Stan, on behalf of us all. Mm. And uh, Wildly Coyotes and a super chat. Stan is the man. He truly and that is. is. That is true. And if you think about how many games 2,500 is, like you divide that by 82. 82. It's over 30 and a half consecutive seasons. But he's been Stan. more than that. That's incredible. It's yep. incredible. So what an accomplishment yep. for Sam. So one of the great parts of the Coyotes organization. And with that, I'll hand it to Craig for this next ah. part of our oh show. Oh my gosh. What are the other great parts about being around the Coyotes? Is you. <laughs> there was a tweet, and I'm sure you're all familiar with this by now, from Yost Trade Central that was that really struck me because Yost Trade Central, we've, we've known it. We got, got to meet him at the draft in Montreal. 
Uh, he's been around for a long time. He's been a really ardent Coyotes supporter through it all, through all the nonsense that's occurred with his franchise. And when someone like that tells you they feel disconnected from the team, more disconnected than they ever have in their life, and they actually got unfollowed by the team account, that makes me take notice. What, what's going on here? So I decided to take the temperature of the fan base on a variety of very open-ended, very general questions. I don't want to belabor this too much. I'll just hit the, the main points. You can read this at gophnx.com. I got like 30,000 words of responses. I was just overwhelmed. I could. I think that's at an average of a 100-page book right there that I could have written just from the responses, which was crazy. Thank you all. I'm sorry I didn't get nearly enough of those in. I will have a survey coming in the offseason that touches on a lot of these areas again where everyone can literally have their comments public. But I just want to I want to reiterate some points, I guess. Um, a couple of things that stood out. There's a strong belief in this management group and what Bill Armstrong and the development staff and the scouting staff are doing with hockey operations. There's a really strong belief in what they're doing and staying committed to it in spite of you know, what we've seen in the past, calls from ownership to, no, no, we got to win now. Calls from fans, no, no, we need to win now. We're ready to win now. No, they're not. No, they're not. The system isn't complete yet. The prospect system isn't complete yet. The rebuild is not complete yet. And they're not veering off that path. So kudos to them. And honestly, which leads me into the other area, kudos to ownership for investing in those areas because this is, again, as we've said a million times, the most complete hockey operations staff they've ever had. That said, some of the takes on ownership and the social media behaviors of the Coyotes were outright scathing. People are not happy with this ownership group for not getting in this arena deal done, not communicating with either the public or the team itself. They don't like the public face that's that's visible on social media. There are a lot of really tough comments. If you're not paying attention to that as an owner of a team, that's a troubling statement. This, this honestly, hearing how widespread it was, that should be a wake up call, and I hope it is. Yeah, I think it's important too. To first, I think it's important people read this article. I, I really do. But, but one thing I want to reiterate and share: this isn't this isn't a commentary by Craig Morgan. Nope. This isn't a commentary by PHNX. This is not a commentary from us. This is a commentary from the fan base of the Arizona Coyotes. And this was just a vehicle for them to share their opinions. Um, and that's a concern. To your point, Craig, the hockey side was encouraging. They believe in what Bill Armstrong's doing and what this team is trying to accomplish on the ice. And they understand the growing pains uh, of a rebuild. Uh, but I do think there are some messages there that I think people need to take to heart. So I'm curious to see how this evolves over the, the upcoming days. Yeah, those are that's that's who pays your bills. That's the support. That's that's your lifeblood right there talking to you directly. I hope they're paying attention. Yeah. I think it's I think and thank you to everybody. I mean, it was crazy the responses that came in and the thought and time that was put mm -hmm. into it. So much so that some people didn't even make the deadline because so many people replied and people were taking the time to write out their thoughts. And Craig had mentioned there'll be another survey this summer, um, hopefully for more yeah, people to, to share their voice. But if you want an, a very accurate snapshot and as three people who cover this team five to seven days a week and are entrenched in the community and are in our discord. And these are, these are diehard coyotes fans. Mm -hmm. 
Literally, these were our diehards. Literally our diehards. We these only are, gave them the opportunity. So if yeah. you're thinking, oh, it's some casual guy who doesn't. No. These are the people that there's really no, care about this There's team. nobody trolling. There's nobody yes. posing as a Coyotes fan. These mm-hmm. are the true diehards. And I felt like the article was extremely reflective of the tone that has been in these conversations, in our Discord, in our YouTube chats, yeah. in our Twitter comments for months. So if anybody is out there, maybe you're more, a ca- more of a casual fan or you're watching this outside of the Coyotes fan base, I highly recommend reading it um, because it gives, a, I think, a very accurate snapshot into the the temperature of yeah. the Coyotes And, and that's a good point because I think there's so many fan bases outside of the Arizona hockey market that, that poke fun at this fan base, that are critical of the fan base and make fun of this fan base, and it's the butt of jokes in this fan base. I think this gives you another look. It's That's, that's not the reality of the fan base. Of the fans of this team. The fans of this team are like fans anywhere. They they love their team and they appreciate their team and this is their voice. So I think if you mm-hmm. want to get behind the curtain and see what the understanding is of this fan base and what they believe, I think it's important that you read this article. Yeah, and then just one last thing to, to Tim Wall. I mean, that, that yeah. walk-off quote, I mean, I, writers talk about wanting great walk-off quotes in a story. that You, you, you want a way to, to, to put a bow on it. Yeah. That was so insightful and so powerful. I, I had to use, I knew I was using that right when I saw it as the- I literally the, the DM'd last, him. Yeah. I was like, that was incredible. Yeah, it was fantastic. It really so was. So read, read the yeah, story. Yeah, read the story and, yeah. read the, and read the last thoughts too, um, because they were powerful. And again, if you want to be part of something like that in the future, um, become a diehard today. Go phnx.com slash diehard, access to our Discord, um, and you get to be part of things like that. And, the and survey will be a diehard yeah. thing, too, because for the reason Petey just mentioned, you don't want it to open up to the knuckleheads right. who just want to take pot shots. Exactly. It will be diehard only. So lots of perks to being a diehard, access to the Discord, 20% off merch and events, and and for usually first access to a lot of things when you're a diehard as well, um, including a lot of diehard only content. So become a diehard today. Go phnx.com. Com. Couple other things before we wrap up, um, but first things first. I've been talking about this. My mom's redoing her floors. Yesterday, I went to her house and she showed me the different options that she had, and we talked about them. We went over it together because Empire Today makes it so easy to buy new flooring, and not only that, they are quick and professional, have a price match guarantee, and they really. They want to make sure the work is done right, which is so important when you're made. I mean, my mom is freaking out because it's a huge it's a huge investment, but it's going to change the whole house. So you mm. want it to be done the right way. And if you want it done the right way, make sure you use Empire today. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today and all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal deal. So make sure if it, you've been on the fence, you're kind of looking to do this. Empire Today, $350 off with the code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Leah, when's the last time you went to a concert? Um, If I can't remember in five seconds, I long. don't know. So that means, <laughs> I, I tell you, the last time, if, you, if you're listening right now, you got to think of the last concert or live event that you went to because concert and events are where you can create memories. And there's no better place to get your tickets than game time. Who's coming? 50 Cent. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming when? Tonight. And we talked about last minute tickets. So 50 Cent tonight. Get your tickets. Blake Shelton later this month. And the legend, the myth, the one herself. The most famous 
female artist of the 80s, Madonna, <laughs> returns in Get two weeks. And per Craig, <laughs> the two of us will be voguing to Madonna songs. Well, we can't really have Madonna songs because of copyright on the show. If what happens, Craig? It's okay. It's okay. Just win the draft lottery. So if you want to see Madonna to, to prep for that moment... You need to go on Game Time and get your tickets. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code what PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's wrap things up by taking a look at the punch card, which is getting a slightly more cheerful a bit of green. by the day. A little bit of green. A little bit of green. There's still time. Could be, could be another one. Could be. Could we'll be. Chicago. Could be two more. Yeah. After what we talked about. Well, let's yep. see. Chicago, Maybe let's finish go. this line strong. So there you go. And before we wrap up, I feel like there's one guy we didn't talk about enough and I really want to make sure okay, we do. Sure. It's Crow Vamelka. Um, oh, we didn't give him flowers. We today. didn't, and this is only the second time this season Veggie has started in consecutive games, and to win is, consecutive games, he hadn't won since he hadn't won the new year before that last win. Unbelievable! Um, he was really strong today. He he yeah. made some huge saves in this yeah. game. Cat like yeah. reflexes. Cat-like yeah. reflexes. If you know, you know. If yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. Twenty four saves on twenty six shots. Nine two three save percentage. And Veggie plays well against the Washington Capitals. Um, in general, it's a fun little nugget. Sometimes you have those goalies who play well against other teams. He in four games against Washington in his career before today, he has a nine three eight save percentage. So one of those fun little nuggets. It's good that he's hot right now. Really good, good for him. Really yep. good for him. So I wanted to give him a shout out because I don't feel like we gave him his flowers, and yep. he and was a huge part of the the win today. Does he does he get the next start? Against yes. Chicago Blackhawks, we talk about this a lot. I don't. I, how do you not? How do you I not? feel like you got. I think ride he does because there's a back to back coming this week. So yeah. I, I feel that Ingi will get his opportunity to get back in the net. But I think it, it's Karel Vamelka's to lose right now. I think he needs to jump back in against the Chicago Blackhawks. Here's Karel Vamelka's career numbers against the Blackhawks: three zero and one, a two six five goals against average, and a nine sixteen save percentage. He's got good numbers. Against so the very Blackhawks. good. So get him out there. Corral would get this according to us, he'll get the start. <laughs> and yeah, Ingram, Q, Q we'll the um, was there anything else before we wrap up about this game you guys wanted to mention? No, I, I think it was a good quality 60 minute win. It was a much bigger win for the team than it was against Ottawa in, in the terms that I think they played a complete game. I thought they were the better team today. And um, I'd like to see how they respond in their first game back to the mullet because, as we can see, leave a like for the mullet magician. We have not seen the mullet magician since Boy, I don't I, know when. I, I think he's coming back. When was the last home win, genuinely? Like I don't know. <laughs> he's missing. He's missing somebody most help. of the season. Somebody help him. Oh boy. Well, I'm looking forward to that one. Hopefully we'll get an appearance by the magician. And by the way, leave a like. He's asking. He's begging. The magician wants January twenty second. Okay. Last it's been one. a while. Pittsburgh. Yep. So forty one days ago. Oy. Uh, leave a like for the magician and hopefully we'll get to see him on Tuesday. We will not have a show tomorrow on YouTube. However, you guys are chatting with uh, the Mark athletics. Lazarus. Mark, Mark yeah, we're going to talk about all things Chicago tomorrow with Mark Lazarus on our audio-only audio only episodes. And if you haven't been listening to our audio-only episodes, I have one question. Why? <laughs> yeah. They're great. I'm they are. I'm insulted if you're Yeah, honest. I am. They're great. Like, they're fun. They're fun. Craig and I, oh, I don't know, waxed brilliantly. 
uh, on no mm, Wayne. Well, it's a little strong. Well, <laughs> a little strong. Not even my computer like that. Jerk, so, 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 so we, we talked about what it's like on the road. I think it was a it was a very very fun episode. If you haven't listened to it, it's still there. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you tune in. Go and subscribe to the PHNX uh, Coyotes YouTube channel today, so that you don't miss Mark Lazarus tomorrow and all things Chicago. And while you're there, listen to some of our back episodes. Speaking of Chicago, I'll be catching up with another Chicago guy who will be in town later this week. Former Coyote Christian Fisher, who now it. plays for the once bitter rival of the Chicago Blackhawks, the Detroit Red Wings. Wow. Wow. So lots to look forward to this week. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have the trade deadline on oh. Friday. So All that. Yeah, we'll I'll have, have a couple more stories uh, yeah. about that as well. Yeah, and Craig already has a primer up at gophnext.com. I know a lot of people were asking in the chat about a number of different topics. If you go to gophnext.com, there's a very good chance Craig has written about it. And if you go to the Arizona Coyotes playlist on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, there's a very good chance we've talked about it. So make mm-hmm. sure you do that. So like I said, no show tomorrow, no live show tomorrow. There will be the audio episode. So look for that midday tomorrow to get all ready for the Chicago Blackhawks game. And then we'll be back live on the YouTube channel on on Tuesday night after the Coyotes play the Blackhawks here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Well, everybody, this has been a really fun one. It's good vibes. Coyotes are undefeated in March. It's literally 2.40 p.m. It's not approaching midnight. It's awesome. It's. I mean, we have our whole days ahead of us. We appreciate you all for spending your Sunday afternoon with us. Again, leave us a like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, at Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abrica Danielle, and follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody, and we will see you all later this week.